0: Welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands with me, Paula Fames,
1: Me, Katie Bitty,
2: And me, Thomas Stockton.
0: And are we, well, we're not counting anymore, are we? No, we refuse. What a busy week this week has been, especially Tuesday.
1: <laughs> it was a wonderfully busy day on Tuesday. I did lots of work. <laughs> yeah, well, Katie
2: found a reason, albeit a relatively good one, to avoid doing <laughs> most of the work on Tuesday. It's, yeah. my, it's
0: my birthday, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> that was excuse for everything. Um, we had, well, we still got the balloons, which are popping by themselves, actually, every so often, so... Yeah, uh, that was terrifying
2: yesterday. Wasn't it? And me, you, and Hannah just working away. You were out of the office, actually. Oh, really? Me, and they just bursting. Me, Porter, and Hannah just working away, which Terry and said me first there. But just, mm. yeah, a couple started popping, which absolutely ourselves. <laughs> anyway, we've got
0: a bone to pick with you, listener, because actually last week we said if you've got any birthday messages for Katie, please email news at fitv.co.fk. How many messages did we get, Katie?
1: None. Absolutely none from any of you. So you
0: need to engage with us, listener. Engage with
1: us, engage, listener. Engage, please. So they-
0: Tuesday night, again, you were out partying, weren't you? Uh, at mm, government house? Yeah. Technically.
2: Uh, so we had a lovely dinner for Katie's birthday, but beforehand I was at a government house reception for the in Chilean Independence Day, mm. which was awesome. I yeah. managed to convince the lovely Mrs. Sam Phillips to uh, put yeah. on some Chilean music in the front room. And there were quite a few people in traditional dress yeah. and there was some dancing oh, wow. going on. It was yeah, traditional Chilean food as well. I ate my weight in empanadas. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> and Pisco Sours was on offer. So yeah. I ended up walking to the restaurant rather than taking the car because I think I had two and I was like... "Do they serve Pisco sure. South? Yeah, they serve Pisco out That's well, amazing. Well, for Chilean Independence Day, they ah. did it. So I had two and I was like, oh, I don't think I can drive. And Karen, uh, with the wonderful voice of reason, turned around and said, ah, oh, you can have another one. <laughs> <laughs> So we walked, it, yeah, it, was, so it was really good. Really, it's really good. one of the
0: most diverse cultures, I think, probably the Falkland Islands. So what did we decide yesterday, 60? 62, so We had a representative of, the, for, of uh, the Foreign and Commonwealth well, Office in the office. Well, she said 62 or 64, which was a very precise guess.
2: <laughs> quite, quite a few. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. We've got another one of those cultures coming very, coming back very soon because the demining season is starting again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of the big dogs turned up on the, on the flight this week, so meeting up one of them this weekend.
0: Excellent. Amazing. So um, I declared uh, this week that actually our immigration policy should be based on the food that that country <laughs> can <laughs> offer. <laughs> and we um, did
2: promptly decide that Britain <laughs> all around would not get in.
1: Because <laughs> we are awful. <laughs> so yeah. Katie
2: tried to make a fair argument for haggis in <laughs> Scotland by said, what's better fish and chips or haggis? No, and as no, soon as no, fish no. and chips was rated higher that means Scotland are excluded. But I like haggis,
0: I like haggis I have to <laughs> say. I should have been Scottish really. Um, Where is your favourite cuisine from though, Paula? That's the question. Well, I think I'm. I Italy. Italy? Yeah, I'm a real big pasta fiend at the moment, yeah. which is probably why I'm piling on weight.
2: Would that be because of Marinella's homemade pasta? I haven't had hers yet,
0: oh. but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I need to try on there, but I'm very keen to, to try making some of my own. Where, where's your... France, I presume?
2: Uh, actually, no. Um, North African. Okay. Uh, mainly Mediterranean coast Ooh. in France. Most of the people there were originally immigrants from Morocco and Tunisia, so far, and we had an abundance of, like, tagines and couscous and... It's the stuff I like despised as a kid because it's so dry and so weird. But as I grew up, I was just like, "Damn, this is good. Try yeah. me away? Give me a tagine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what about you, Katie?
1: I'm France, it's the strong flavours that I like, and I've always, even as a kid, ate like an adult, because I had an adult's palate, so I remember eating moules and, you know, snails, all that sort of thing growing up and loving it.
2: anything to add to your garlic bread.
1: Exactly, (laughs) exactly.
0: So um, we're going to give you another chance, listener, to engage with us. Well, um great. Yes, we are.
1: Last um, chance. Your last <laughs> chance.
0: No, I think we are give you probably another yeah, chance on this. Be but three strikes and you're out. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, what is your favourite food? Email us. News at FITV.co.fk. It's not hard. You don't even you don't even need to like us. You need to tell us what your favourite food. What you don't even for. have to
2: start it with the fitv. Just reply spaghetti. full
1: stop. Send. <laughs> Send in Morse code if you need to. <laughs> like whatever you need to do. If
2: you give us something else to do next week. <laughs> FITV it out. tries to decipher Morse code. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I can do SOS. Do you have better.
0: you noticed actually? looking at Morse code. Have you noticed in some of the um, thriller movies? there's always somebody it's an older person who's deciphering or sending in morse code and they always say the same line that they don't know what they said se- they're sent they don't really know what they're sending because they haven't used morse code in ages so they could be sending you know something ridiculous they always say the same line you listen to it
2: i'll have to pay more attention to that now yeah uh, so <laughs> speaking of things you pay attention to is going off in a little bit of a tangent i was reading last night and uh zoe pointed out to me that when she sees a big word on a on a page when she's reading after she's read it she always has to come back and count the number of letters in it just to find out like what's the longest word and oh. I was like that's so stupid and I found myself starting to do it uh, yes. oh <laughs> no 16 the biggest one so far can I just say oh no
1: uh,
0: anyway going, going back to food because we, we had a <laughs> list of things to go through and food went very nicely into conservation ball tonight Oh. Yeah, I'm so to that. The food
1: was me so too. Good last
0: year. Which is why we're not taking a photograph of us sitting here because we've either got some kind of fake tan that's developing on our face. Woohoo, that's mm-hmm. me. <laughs> uh, not washed our hair, which is me, or sitting there in a slobby jumper. So you actually do, ha- you are a bit orange today, aren't you? Yeah. Donald
1: I'm, Trump in the corner. Yeah. I, I am Donald Trumping over here, but it's going to change by tonight. Okay. It sorts itself out. I just need time to develop.
0: Okay. <laughs> um and uh, we've sorted all our dresses yeah. out hannah who is with us but she's um not with us if you see what i mean she's in the corner over there hannah what colour's your dress Pink. there we go what colour's your dress
1: uh it's a jade color okay
0: my i'm going. Pair, my dress is perfect. i hope you've got a bow tie because i'd be most disappointed if you're not been wearing a bow tie no i'm not wearing a bow tie i'm wearing a dress okay, okay. no That's problem as long as it's a nice one um so the, the the massive thing for the conservation ball is the um, auction and the raffle. Has everyone bought raffle tickets? Yes. yes. Hey, yeah. yeah.
2: Top prize, £10,000 cruise to South Georgia. Ta-da. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Jojo Hay bought one ticket last year and she, she got won it. it. That so is that's, incredible. That's what I'm holding out on. Okay. And what, £10
0: a pop?
1: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Make my money back there a yeah. thousand
0: times oh, over. I don't think so. <laughs> Um, so they all ha- also have some artwork that that was on display at the Malvina House Hotel. Really nice stuff as well.
1: Yeah, I had a good look at it all, and it's lovely seeing some familiar names too that you that you know. That have oh, it's local l- people as well. Yeah, there's okay. there's a couple of people that we know that have put things in, which is lovely yeah. to see that.
2: Yeah, and one of the kings put some uh, something. Obviously, Vicky Chater, very talented local mm-hmm. artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she put. Actually, I think Is her, that her whale? I think Yeah, and if you notice, I didn't notice it on the picture, but as soon as I saw it in person the other night, I noticed that there's a little kayak in the top left, and I think that's a homage to Tom and Bill, her husband's little kayak out to the southern right whales that were off the coast yeah. of uh, oh, the wow. lighthouse. Uh, no, of Hooker's Point last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so there were a couple of whales chilling out there, and they got in their kayaks and went out there.
0: But they didn't go out because well, I was talking to them about it, and they said they didn't get it that far. The whales then came to them. and <laughs> so, you know, I was like,
2: "Oh, Yeah, but they're really inquisitive animals, aren't they?
0: I don't know. I've never met any. Well,
2: I know so, because I was talking to <laughs> uh, conservation about it this week, actually. Okay. <laughs> but I'm telling you as a fact. Okay, because my thing is... Say whales are the ones we don't know about, so keep your eyes peeled for FITV's second documentary on Say Whales.
0: Okay. Like, like, what, <laughs> what, li- listen to this, right? That's not my thing. My thing is craft. And there happened to be a craft exhibition on last week. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, was last week? Did you go often. to it?
2: Excuse me. Oh, you did, yes. You called me out for being in my sports attire because I came I straight from sports. She's like that's a lot of leg to be showing at a uh, at a craft, a and I was like, craft fair I'm showing my face, that's the most important bit. And at the end of the day, I'm giving the people what they want. Yeah. Sight of my legs. Lovely. <laughs> okay,
0: so um yeah. some very good stuff over there. There is an abundance of crafts and very talented people. What was your did you go? Okay.
1: Yes, I popped in and had a good look around. Um at some very specific paintings as well.
2: I was going to say, there was one particular piece of art that caught people's eye, and not only did it catch it, but then merited a a double glance and a
1: little closer (laughs) inspection.
0: And a giggle as well. I I was filming um, other things, I was filming bits and pieces of it, and I I watched people going up to the painting that I'd painted, which was of a nude man and uh, it, they're just funny because they just look at it and then, you, like you say, they lean forward and then they squint their eyes and they nudge the person next to them. <laughs> um, so at the craft fair, there were, there were a lot of people and I'm sure amongst that crowd of people were...
1: Some of the new teachers that we've got down here.
0: So we went over, it was, it was you and me.
1: Look to them, yeah. Look to, them. <laughs> look to the new teachers. We them. went to just like creep at them through a window, yeah, I don't know what yeah. Was going on. You what a great <laughs> documentary! Them, like,
0: like, <laughs> very convenient that there were only nine of them because that fitted in beautifully in the screen thing <laughs> you did.
1: I'm sure I could have made a different size grid, but yeah, it was it quite a If it had seven, it would have been yeah, nine. that's true. No, nine, I made I made a grid for the piece that I did on the new teachers so that you can see them all at once all waving at you. But they were all lovely, they've all travelled all around the world teaching in various different countries and I asked them all what they wanted to teach the Falkland Islands children and the general message was that they want to teach them to appreciate where they're from but also to explore other places which I think is really good for kids around here to hear. And Katie
2: was over the moon at the fact that Catherine
0: came from Scotland.
1: Woohoo! There's two new Scottish people down here, and I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> there were quite a few I thought that had come from warmer countries, like there's one who'd come from Australia, and one from Egypt, and one from Malaysia. And it was chucking it with snow outside. You've got to think, no wonder.
1: They must be in shock. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think one of them said that their daughter was seeing snow for the very first time. Mm. Um, which was really exciting that Well was this really isn't
2: nice. the kind of snow you want to see for the first time the kind of snow we had earlier on in the winter when there was like two foot of it Actual snow <laughs> That's the kind of snow you want to see the first time not this
1: n- sleety yeah. yeah,
0: it's not
2: sticking yeah.
1: enough No, it's too rainy
0: So if you are a teacher that may be a career that you've, you've um, chosen or you could be listening to our series of podcasts through our alphabet of careers and we went for F, for fishing, fish. Industry. Well, fishing
2: industry. Yeah, for fortune. Um, James Wallace. James Wallace, who's taking over, is in the process of taking over from his father, who's looking to retire. Let's go listen to him.
1: Yeah. So we are now here with James. So can you tell us a little bit about Fortuna?
3: Yes, um, well I'm the director of uh, Fortuna Limited. Um, most people will know us as a fishing company here in the Falkland Islands. Um, we own uh, fishing boats and um, fishing quota, uh, we're also involved in some other businesses locally in the uh, cable stores, in uh, workboat services, in CFL, um, in um, Athlink, in the Canberra development and probably a few more that I've forgotten.
0: And how did the business actually start?
3: So. Um, well, it all started with um, investment in uh, fishing vessels and in quota. So many years ago, um, uh, well, just after the, the war, the, um, the uh, uh, conservation zone was declared around the, um, around the Falkland Islands. And uh, my father at the time took the opportunity to get involved in fishing and um, started off um, brokering licenses. He used all of that money to buy into fishing vessels. Um, And if you sort of uh, uh, jump 20 years uh, down the line, um, ITQ was introduced. Now, ITQ was um, a licensing system that um, introduced security. Up until that point, you only had a fishing license for one or two years, but all of a sudden you had security for 25 years. That meant that you could do a lot more with your um, fishing license, with your fishing boats so we started developing we started developing into things like marketing we bought a marketing company in spain we bought a marketing company in the netherlands Um, uh, even more recently we built a processing plant uh, down there by boxer bridge so we have sort of moved away from selling fish as a commodity as something we call hgt which is a bit of fish that has the Tail and the head chopped off and is sold in thousands of tons to something that is a very nice uh, portion or fillet that you could take home and sprinkle some dill on and roast and um, cook yourself.
0: So, are you a keen fisherman yourself then? Or uh,
3: one of the first things that um, all of our all of the fishing managers do is spend some time out on the fishing boats. So I've been out there for a few months, but. It's not as if I grew up through the ranks of a fishing operation though no.
1: no. if I wanted to come and be an employee here, is this something that I could learn to do in the Falkland Islands?
3: It is I think I mean I had you were um I knew you were coming in and i was um, I was having to think about the sort of questions that you would ask um, and looking around at the managers that we have, they're all quite similar. They're all people that um drive their own um, businesses Um, they have a lot in common I mean what we like to do is we like to we like to develop things Um, we're into moving things on um, diversifying you know uh, changing things that we're already doing So, so for example adding value to fish, that was something that we didn't know how to do. So what we in fact had to do was to import um labour. We have a Dutch guy down here right now, a guy called um Jan, who works up at the fish factory and he is showing us how to produce a high quality consumer product. So there is plenty of opportunity for foreigners to um to teach us what to do because it's a new step. It's it's selling a consumer product, you know, you're um you have to do a lot more marketing, you have to know a lot more about your product, you have to be more familiar with um, social media and the, and the, and the power of um, uh, video and, and television. So, absolutely, there's, there's opportunities for, for, um, for, for new people, for sure.
1: Perfect. So, the most important question that we're going to ask, what's your favourite kind of fish?
3: <laughs> My favourite type of fish has to be
1: toothfish.
3: Why? Um, <laughs> I, I, think it's the, I think it's the size, I think it's the taste. You can always get a lovely, great, big chunk of toothfish, but it matters where you catch it, you know? Ooh. Some fisheries in the world fish it all year round, and that's no good for toothfish. Uh-huh. You have to fish fish outside of their spawning season. The fish is firmer, it's more flavoursome. In the Falkland Islands, we close the fishing ground during the spawning season. So, if you're ever eating Falklands toothfish, then you can be sure that you're going to have a nice firm fillet.
2: So, that was James Wallace. So, if you need, want to know anything more about the fishing industry, please send us an email and we're sure to ask James Engage. some more questions.
0: <laughs> Engage with us. What have we got next week? I've got G for G. landscape gardener, apparently. Yeah. OK, so let's be on the lookout for that. I do, actually. I do. G for gar- <laughs> landscape G for gardener. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Good, good. Um, So also on this week, sort of circling back to the fact it was Chilean National Day, when you were in Chile, you frequented a... Well, tell us about that coffee shop, because it was rather special, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so, um, I mean, I won't take the credit for discovering it on the trip. It was a couple of the other guys who, um, one of them whom I was sharing a room with, actually, uh, went down there and he said that, even having lived in Italy for about just over a year, um, he said that the coffee he had at this place was better. Ooh. And I was like, Ooh, you've got to talk to me about that then, because if it's a nice coffee best in Italy found in the south of Chile, I want to know about it. Uh, so we went down there, really, really nice chat. I had one of the coffees before chatting to everyone, anyone, and I made the mistake of putting half a sugar in it, which is what I would normally do, because the way he roasts his coffee beans really, like, makes them really like, quite naturally sweet. Mm. Um, so the coffee itself, just as an espresso, is Oh, wonderful. wow. So we got chatting with him and he gave us a little tour and explained how uh, no one did espressos in Punta Arenas, mm. uh, so they decided to set up an espresso bar, they were getting beans imported, but they thought, no, actually, we want to do something from the heart, and we want to have complete control of the process, and they bought a roasting machine. And they said it doesn't really save them any money, doesn't, definitely doesn't save them time, but he just loves being part of the process. Yeah. And the name of the shop is Meraki, which is Greek for doing something with love or care, putting oh, something wow. of yourself into what you do. Oh, oh stop it. Beautiful. So <laughs> nice. Kate okay tearing up. <laughs> which is really, really nice. And he was such a, such a nice guy. And it was a family business owned by himself, his brother and his mother. Um, they've got a couple of places further south that have been asking for their beans. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah. Really, really really cool good. and i'll definitely go again so if you want to find out more about it please go to fitv uh and have a have a watch I subscribe
0: think this week in 395
2: five. or uh, three if nine, you're five. being really stingy and uh don't want to well you can wait a month and i might put it up on youtube mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go Maybe.
0: wednesday and i'm not making this up talk interna- international talk like a pirate day well, that went awfully well <laughs> 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 so we did do a 60-second news of International Talk Like a Pirate Day a few years ago because it actually landed on a Friday. Um, but I never put it out because I was, well, I was worried about it. But anyway, I thought, oh, we'll just go for it this year. It was all right. How many views did we have on that?
1: Um, I haven't
0: actually looked
1: yet. Do you know what? I don't know. I don't yeah, actually there know. Some,
2: there was some engagement. I mean,
1: Shall I go find out?
0: Yeah. Um, what? No, don't take your dude no, I don't. Don't. You on it? Oh, he's got well, a mobile alert. Yeah, I was just texting away. So while Thomas finds out how many views we had on that Tort like Your Pirate Day, what book are you reading there?
1: I've not improved since last week and I'm in a real struggle, a struggle with the book I'm reading. I'm gonna have to put it down because I've got out of because I was in a real reading flow and now I'm out of it. Yeah. I know, so I'm gonna need to go on to something else that will inspire me, but I'm still reading I'm The Pianist. I'm still working away on that. Um, wouldn't
0: be a week of Meanwhile in the Falklands if we didn't plug The Pianist by Rita Seagull, available on Amazon.
1: Kindle. <laughs> I'm on 40% of the way through now, so oh, I'm right. getting there, and I'm getting the story. I'm I'm finding out what's going on. It's, okay. it's very good. I'm
0: ready to throw my book in the bin, actually, because um, <laughs> it, it's irritating the heck out of me. I read because I like to read something that's pleasant I escapism to too, yeah i don't have to think too much about it and now not only is my main character this main character has got um anorexia and she's now developed bulimia and do you know what i'm just i don't read to to be challenged in that way so um that's being ditched
2: what are you reading? 208 views for the pirate video. Oh, okay. So what are you reading? Uh, Cloud Atlas by David Mitchell Yes,
0: now I've heard that's a bit complicated. It's a
2: bit complicated there are like five different storylines that I don't know, intertwine mm. uh, but I'm like three chapters in and it's alright, as I said, like because it's quite slow to begin with and you're meeting all the characters it's basically 40-50 it's pages a chapter and the first 25 pages of each chapter at the moment are a drag because you're getting to know a new storyline. Mm. Um, and I feel like once I've broken the, <laughs> what, 200-page barrier, that it might, it might But you're not up. the
0: sort of person that would give up, though, are you? Oh, ever. No. Ever. There is
2: not a book that I have picked up and not finished. Mm. Even if it takes me six months to read it, I will chip away at it two pages a day. I, I My can't. goodness. I can't. It will drive me insane. I'll go to bed at night, and even if it's a storyline that I don't care about, I wonder what's what's going to happen next, and I'll, and I'll need to know, even if the book is awfully written. <laughs> it's like God. War and Peace by Tolstoy. God, did that take me ages to finish? <laughs> I just didn't find it particularly thrilling. Um, okay. I can understand why it's acclaimed, but I not It wasn't my cup of tea. Mm. It took me a good eight, nine months to read.
1: And so, do you read two books at one time, or do you always? or do you always just have one book on the go. One. Wow. See, I read about four at a time, no. especially if I'm not getting into, like, if I can't get into something, I'll start reading another one, but then I'll still work away at them and I'll read about three or four. No, no
2: I like one at a time kind of thing. That's that probably whole. the best way. Oh, to be fair, I thought we were just getting on a... <laughs> Well, a yeah, generalisation of men and women, a lack of ability to multitask. <laughs> <women>. <laughs> well, there's that.
0: <laughs> well, that seems to come to the end of our podcasts for this week. Um, next week is looking. Well, quite. It
2: good. doesn't matter what next
0: <laughs> week's <laughs> looking like because we've got the Conservation ball tonight. Ooh, yeah, we're going to have a great time. So, in conclusion, <laughs> listener, pull your socks up. Right, engage with us. We're working think, hard, so you yeah, should take too. Them two opportunities there. Yeah, so you've got, what
1: have we got? We've got Instagram. We've got, yeah, so Instagram, you can comment or send us a private message. I check those all the time and we never have any, so please oh, get in no touch. Good. And we have Facebook as well, which is pretty easy and we see those messages regularly. Or you can uh, just send us Twitter, an email.
0: Twitter, yeah, please. I was
2: going to say, we're, we're going to be breaking a bit more into the world of Twitter, considering I that has Twitter. been Paula's baby for the last few years and no one else has really touched it not because Paula hasn't let us, but simply because we've all just been a bit lazy with Twitter. Mm. It's so 2012, darling. Oh, uh,
0: so? <laughs> well, I love it. Um, and we follow some weird people as well, so that's that's great. Um, or you can go on our... Well, the big thing is you need to go on our website, which is FK, where you can subscribe to the Falkland, uh, Falkland Islands television. Um, all our programmes are up there. Well, not actually all our programmes, but since we started going online. Um, if you want earlier stuff, you'll have to uh, engage with us and ask us, actually.
2: Um, Social media is the best way to go about it. Absolutely. Yep. So go find us on Facebook if you do nothing else today. So so give us you, a
0: like. Yeah. So if you were, actually, if you were a veteran, you were down here in 2012 and you think you remember being in Liberation Day 2012 when it absolutely chucked it with snow and you'd like a copy of that, you need to
1: messages yeah as, as well as that we did actually have one we're being a bit harsh because we actually have had one person engaging with us this week on our facebook someone commented on a post i put out yesterday saying that we were doing this podcast today asking uh, his name was Stephen, mm-hmm. if i've got that right asking if we do any sport if we talk about any falkland sport in our podcast oh. which thank you so much for chatting to us yes we do sometimes um but we can do a bit more if that's yeah. something you're interested in
2: exactly if you get in touch and there's a topic you're interested about you want to hear about as katie very very much said uh, sport in the Falklands specifically yep. get in touch say we'll
0: do a bit more research we'll and we'll
2: do you, we'll a sport about. podcast mm-hmm.
1: i just up a sport themed one why not and that is because that man got in touch and asked for look it look at that he's changed he the world he has <laughs> nice. we'll see you next week see you
2: later bye